Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 7, you will hear stories from our 8th collection, Lost and Found. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. If Only by Erica Hoffman If only I were a poet, I'd compose lines like John Greenleaf Whittier. In a few couplets, I could set down for eternity how I feel. That would be a relief. Long-form writing seldom captures the sharp edges of grief. Poems do. Who wants to wind on and on about one's personal sadness? I wish I had a metaphor to share like the one in telling bees, the black cloth draped over hives. I need something to alert, to avert. Perhaps I should don a small dark carnation to warn and ward off folks. It would convey I was not in the mood for small talk or lighthearted banter. Often, people don't know how to react to someone mourning. They don't know what to say, so they avoid the subject. In old European countries, people wore black for days, weeks, months. But not now. Now no one wears mourning dresses every day, like Queen Victoria who grieved her Albert's death for decades. Outwardly, in current society, you look the same, you dressed the same as before. Your heart was shredded. I'm not sad about a life I knew, a friendship I had, of things past never to come again. I cannot gaze at a photo and remember good times. I cannot immerse myself in memories. My grief differs. I am sad about the future. I wanted this granddaughter. It's not because I don't have grandchildren. I am blessed with them. I have much to be thankful for. I know what a baby means. I wanted this one, too. Had she been lost early before completely formed, I could sigh and say, nature's way. But she was a fully rounded baby one could cradle. She was a beauty with fingernails and long dark eyelashes and jet black hair and chubby thighs I could hold and pretend she is only asleep. She was like a sleeping Cleopatra. If only she could awaken, then my daughter and son-in-law and all of us could rouse from this horrible nightmare and clutch her tightly. Could we turn back the clock? Just a couple of days. Let's reset to when there was a vivid heartbeat in her little chest, a visible pulsating heart. If only she had been birthed two weeks before her due date. I research stillborn babies. Alcohol consumption, smoking, drugs, too young a mom, too old a mom, no prenatal visits, bad nutrition, infection, accidents, 
These things can cause a child never to be born alive. My daughter was healthy, educated, saw the OBGYN regularly, did not smoke or drink, was not sick, was vaccinated against COVID, did not have an accident, was not too young or too old, and had given birth twice before. What went wrong? The day it happened was the day Russia invaded Ukraine. Many tragedies occur that aren't preventable. Why would anyone purposefully inflict pain? On TV, I see the Ukrainian babies and their moms running. Why is this happening? Time goes on. Tragedies continue. Preventable ones. I will comfort my daughter, seeking words that do and avoiding words that inflict any preventable sadness. I ask my daughter no questions. I ask myself only those spinning hamster wheel questions I have. Why are you gone, Liliana? Why couldn't I have met you? Why can't I be a poet to express my heartbreak? I see the hospital photograph, black and white, of you with your curled left hand around your mother's finger as your clenched fist is touching your cheek as if you were pondering a question. For you are beautiful and I have loved you dearly, more dearly than the spoken word can tell, are the lyrics from a song sung by an English sailor going off to fight a war. Yet when I heard them sung today, on an old recording of Farewell, I thought how eerily true they are of all grief. Why do devastating things happen you never see coming? You wake up one morning naive and gullible thinking this day will be like the day before. You look forward to what lies ahead in the immediate future and wham! The phone rings and the spinning world has changed. It's come to a screeching halt. A lump sticks in my throat. I am disoriented. I am confused. I cannot compose a poem. I can pen my feelings merely in simple longhand. I do not tell the bees of the death of my grandbaby. I sit alone here in my study and cry to my dachshunds at my feet. One was my daughter's dog long ago. She looks at me with sad eyes. I am no poet, yet this doggy seems to understand, although I have no verses to recite. How to relate the sadly unrelatable. The sensory language poets use is needed. I am no poet, just a heartbroken grandma. If only. Copyright 2023, Erica Hoffman. Erica Hoffman of Chatham County, North Carolina, has been writing with the goal of publication for 12 years. She's been published 430 times in venues such as anthologies, newspapers, magazines, and e-zines. Her niche is the non-fiction narrative, although she has written novels. Erica received her undergraduate and graduate degrees from Duke University where she met her husband. Besides teaching high school, Erica kept busy raising four children. She belongs to a few writing groups. 
North Carolina Writers Network, Carteret Writers, and TAF. Read more about this writer and background on this story in a special feature of 6-Minute Stories called Author's Talk. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the eight anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.